0: Today, the Lord says we should do their program, break their systems that must be broken. And and we'll be dealing with these systems of stagnation. And uh, I feel there is an obligation that God has given us that we should deal with this spirit of stagnation. And um, I just want to see the hands of all the people who are ready right now. How many says are ready for tonight's program and they are giving themselves to the move of the spirit and the power of the spirit? I want to see your hand up if you're ready. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All right. God bless you. So here we go today. Um, th- there's something I want us to check. All right. And if the Lord gives me a word of prophecy, I will speak into your life, Amen. you know. I will speak into your life. If, if the Lord speaks to me, I will speak into your life. And, and what I hear, the Lord is speaking. It's, it's, it's really going to be a wonderful program because, uh, you know, the Lord will be speaking to us as we terminate, completely destroy. Somebody say, completely destroy. Completely destroy. Say it again. Completely destroy. So I want you to check something. You know, there is a system that we must break. Numbers 20, from verse 14. The Bible says, And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Edom. Thy says thy brother Israel, that knoweth all the travail that has uh, befallen us. How our fathers went down into Egypt and we have dwelt in Egypt a long time and the Egyptians vexed and the Egyptians vexed us and our fathers. Now, verse 16, the Bible says, And when we cried unto the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and has brought us forth out of Egypt And behold, we are in Kadesh, a city in the utmost of thy border. Verse 17. Let us pass, I pray thee, through thy country. We will not pass through the fields or through the vineyards. Neither will we drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand No, to the left, until we have passed thy borders. And Adam said unto him, Thou shalt not pass by me, lest I come against thee with a sword. Hmm, Okay, you know, this is an interesting story. We are all aware about Moses coming out of Egypt with the people of Israel. And we see the Bible speaking how they wanted to go back to Canaan. And the Bible says, along the journey, there was a time when when they had to go through a country of Edom. So, 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 so. Now, so we all know how the people of Israel, how they left with Moses. And when they were going, the Bible says, they reached a level, a place where they could not pass because it was a country. The distance from Egypt if you would walk to Israel, it would take you four days. But it took them 40 years. Because they met systems along the journey that delayed the whole journey. And among the systems was the Edom system. Somebody said the Edom system. Edom system. The Bible says, when they were about to pass through Edom, Edom was the, most, you know, the shortest way to go to Canaan. This is the whole place where they made the whole journey delayed. Because if you have to go to Israel, you must pass through Edom. Now, Moses used the diplomatic channels to communicate to the king of Edom. So he wrote a letter and gave messengers to go and tell the king of Edom that we are about to reach your borders. Allow us to pass through your country. We will not go to the left, to the right, or drink your water or your food. All we have to do is to pass through your country. And we will use the highway. We will not use another way. Allow us to pass through your country. And the king said, if you pass through my country, I will come against you with a sword. Somebody said, the system of Adam. Adam. Now, 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 I want to just say this thing to you. there are certain things that would have happened by now in people's lives but there is no movement spiritual warfare is real to those who don't know me they, they may think we just you know live like that and no we fight Anything you see that I am today is because I pray for it. And what I shall be tomorrow, it is what we have prayed today. I want you to engage in warfare today. There is a certain spirit that we must deal with. Can you imagine, just because you are about to pass through a certain level, you are prohibited, not because of anything, but because there is a system that says no. You didn't hear me. There is a system that says you will not pass here. Moses was supposed to actually take the people of Israel in the shortest way. But there's a system. There is a system. There are 11 systems. uh, We'll not talk about them today. There are 11 systems that the people of Israel met along the journey. And all the systems were against the progress of the people of Israel. I told you before, Somebody asked me a question, I'm a Christian, do I need deliverance? I said, if you know the meaning of deliverance, you do. Because the Bible says God delivered the people of Israel out of Egypt. It doesn't mean they had demons. Deliverance is not when you have with demons. That's just a type of deliverance. In fact, there are seven types of deliverance. There are seven types, and I think one time I did mention to you. I told you about the financial deliverance, the spiritual deliverance, you know, there, there are types of deliverances. So when we speak of deliverance, we actually are not just speaking of a particular type of deliverance which people think, oh, it means I've got demons, I've got spirits. I told you there are types of spirits as well, those that possess a person within, and are those spirits that can possess a person without, outside. So a Christian, a born-again Christian cannot have a demon inside him because there's a spirit of God in you. You cannot be possessed. Yes. Yes. But spirits yes. can work from outside. That is true. The fact that you cannot be possessed does not mean your car is okay. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear me. Hear you, they can come after your car. Mm-hmm. After fixing it, another problem. After fixing another problem. Because demons know they can't attack you. But they can go through your car and take all your money. So you may actually think, oh, I'm a child of God and and nothing can happen. But what's happening? Demons are coming through a certain thing. The fact that you are saved, it does not mean your job is saved. Jesus didn't die for your job. He died for you. The rest are under the jurisdictions of you. It is you now to exercise authority and power. Jesus said, those who shall believe in my name, they shall cast out evils. So it is you now to cast out an evil in your job. To cast out an evil from your family. It is your responsibility. So when we do programs, when we say, now we have a program, we are doing deliverance session, people all they think it's demons. We're not dealing with the demons here. We are dealing with any evil, whether it is in a person or outside. Mm-hmm. <sighs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. All the people of Israel, the people of Israel, what they were dealing with? They were dealing with God. But along the journey, they made things. I did mention to you prior. I said it to you. Stagnation is real. Stagnation is a very real. We go in the book of Acts. We see a serious stagnation that happened to the people of God, the apostles, until they broke the system you can be stagnant just because of one man who's not willing to sign a signature. You didn't hear me. I think you understand me. A person can be stagnant because of one person who is refusing to sign a signature. Just one. The moment we deal with that person, (laughs) the moment are you understanding, Alfred? Yeah. So we have got stagnations. People are having stagnation issues. Not because of so many things, but because the spirit has just gone to one area. And that's the area you are stagnant. The apostles, the Bible says, it reached a level where Peter had nothing. He even confesses himself when he met the poor person that silver, I have none. Can you imagine a man of God reaching a level of saying, I don't have even a cent, but what I give in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. One time I met uh, a person. He says to me, he looked at me, he says, uh, uh, you know, the people who beg in the streets? So he was using crutches. So he said, he said uh, I need some money. So I looked at him and I said, silver, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Prayer, I have. <laughs> I said, what do you want? He said, both. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say to you is, it is very paramount to understand that What's happening around me? Mm. Jesus said, watch and pray. He didn't just say pray. He said, watch. Watch, Check around events that are happening around you. And he said, pray. Uh Mm. Are you here, right? How do you know that there is stagnation in your life? Now, I'm going to just give you a few examples. Okay, as I've told you, my spirit is not in the teaching. I want to prophesy to somebody. But let me, let me just, I'm trying to summarize the teaching as much as I can. But how can you know that there is stagnation around you? Okay. Number one, consistent financial problems. Now, let me tell you something. There are certain things you were supposed to become years ago. There are certain things you were supposed to be years ago. But there is a constant financial problem. There's a constant financial problem. One time Jesus spoke to me. He said, you know, I have done my part to save you. He said, do your part to save yourself. He said, time has come that I want you to learn to speak to your situations. To speak to things and events around you. There are certain things tonight that begin to happen because people, they don't even know. They're like, uh, you know. But I will tell you something stagnation is real. When you, when you begin to see constant financial issues that you feel you want to solve them, but they can't be solved. Let me tell you, it's not that you don't have a degree. It's not that you don't have a business. It's not that you don't have a job. You have got everything. But there is a spiritual warfare that is going on around you that it must be conquered. So you find the same constant. when I say constant, I mean, if you try to solve it, another one comes. If you try to solve this, another one comes. If you try to solve this, another one comes. Number two, there is spiritual limitations. Spiritual limitations, spiritual limitations could include you yourself as a person being limited. You see, the law of the spirit is growth. Everything is born to grow. Now, when you are born again, literally, the word born again means to be in your mother's womb and to be born. But this time, to be born of the spirit, of the water, and of the blood. So, in other words, you are born, yes, but there must be growth Until today, there are certain people who are not growing. Let me say this thing to you. It is not enough to say, it is not enough to say, I am a child of God. But it is all enough when you begin to grow in the things of God. I have seen so many people coming to me saying they want they want mean, to break their spiritual, I mean, uh, uh, the financial stagnation. It's like their are problems financially, the whole house. They can't move. But the person who's saying that, spiritually, there is stagnation. And they will not mind the things of the spirit. The Bible says, anyone who cannot mind the things of the spirit, they are natural. And will never receive the things of the spirit. For the things of the spirit are spiritually descent. So if you are natural, you come, all you want is, is a breakthrough. Natural things. The Bible says a natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. Because even the money you're looking for is spiritual. Money is spiritual. That is true. That is true. In fact, God compares money with another God. You didn't hear me. In fact, God compares money with a, a certain God called the mammon. So money itself is spiritual. It's it's either it controls you or you control it. So there are people who are controlled by it and there are people who controls it. There are people who love money and there are people who money loves them. There are people who look for money. And there are people who money looks for them. It even was the house address. Mm. (laughs) Now, watch this. Watch this. We need to conquer these systems. So if you see spiritually there is no movement, Mm. you must be worried. Mm. You must be worried. There must be a movement. There must be a movement. Unfortunately, so many people start with, you know, vibrance, strong, then they begin to go down. The law of the Spirit is glory to glory. The Bible says glory to glory. It says moving glory to what? To glory. It's not moving from glory to, no. It's glory to glory. Grace to grace. So when you begin to see that I think there is no growth, there must be a stagnation. And as I've said to you, stagnation does not only mean there's a demon inside of you. Sometimes it could be demons influencing you from outside. Number three, ministerial hindrances. If you see ministerial hindrances, that could be a sign that there is somewhere there is stagnation and it must be handled. Ministerial hindrances. Somebody say ministerio hindrances. hindrances. Let me say this to you. In Mark chapter 5, I think I did share with you a certain time, there was a man with the demons. The Bible says he is called a legion. And the Bible says this man was living in tombs until Jesus delivered him. And when he was delivered by Jesus, the Bible says, and he went around throughout the whole world preaching the gospel. This man, the Bible says after his deliverance, he went around doing what? So what was hindering his ministry? Now tell me, what was hindering his ministry? Demons. Can you imagine when a man was delivered? Demons didn't even want to come out. Why were they in him? It was nothing but to block his what? His ministry. The Bible says when he was delivered, he went throughout the world, preaching the gospel. The Bible says that. So what, why demons were in this man? To limit. to limit his ministry. But when he was delivered, he went throughout, preaching the gospel. And if you look at those demons, they told Jesus, they didn't say, do not cast us out from this man. They said, do not cast us out from this country. You didn't hear me. Jesus was not approaching demons in a man. Jesus was approaching demons in a country. So demons that were affecting the whole nation, spiritually, in revival, demons that were blocking the revival of the whole country, were in this man. The key to to the revival of the country, they were in this man. Once we deliver this man, the whole country is free. Revival started immediately when the man was free. And Jesus knew. We don't deliver everyone. We deliver those we know. When we deliver this one, he will deliver the whole house. Are you here? Now, the man ministry was blocked. There were hindrances, limitations, stagnation. There were spirits. Whether they were in him or they could be outside, I have seen men rise in calling. And I have seen men fall. And as I'm talking to you, they're drinking. Because spirits said, you're not going anywhere. One time in 2013, we were praying at the mountain. It was at night. So I was sleeping at the mountain. And uh, we had to put some fire. It was in the bush in the mountain. So we were praying. And I sat next to the fire. And around 4 in the morning, I started dozing. And when I was dozing, I saw a spirit that came stood in front of me. And the spirit said, Will block you. You will not do revival in this city. You will not do revival in this town. And the demon. And we know when the spirit came, it came like a person wearing a traditional attire of that country. And the man stood and said, Will block you. Me, I knew there's a spirit. So I told the guy, I said, There's a spirit here, it's a serious spirit. Let's pray against it. So we we stood up and we began to pray. And the following day, when we were about to do a revival in that area, the tradition authority, the chief of that area, sent a message that you're not doing a meeting in my area. You didn't hear me. (laughs) You said what? (laughs) And that confirms what I saw in the vision. When a man wearing a traditional attire said, you're not doing, uh, you will not do revival in my town. So I told him, I said, no, we have already prayed. We have already handled this situation. Don't worry, we'll do revival. So let's go and relax. So we went into the room and we're just sitting there and we're relaxing there. Do you understand me? As we are sitting there and we're just talking and we had nothing, you know, and we're sitting there and we're speaking. 30 minutes later, a call came at reception to say they, they want to talk to, to the prophet, and I picked the phone. He said, now we got, we got a call with the people who are managing the event that we can go ahead and do the event. So I didn't ask a question, so we just left and we went to preach. So when we went to preach there, something happened. The moment we arrived there, something happened. I said, no, in fact, when you were having the, uh, the, the, the prayers in the, in the hotel, I'm like, no, we didn't even pray. We were just relaxing because we already prayed. He said, the traditional authority who denied you to, to have access to, to the conference, he got a call. from another person, telling him a condition to say, and, and the person who called him was a, a higher authority than him. Say, so allow them to have that meeting, or ABC is going to happen. And we don't even know how it happened. But the person obeyed to do it. And we did the conference, and the revival happened. Hmm. It was in Zambia. Now, a great revival took place, and people didn't know. And all of you don't know what we meet behind the scenes. When we went there, I was prophesying, and miracles were happening, and people went home. But they didn't know what had happened behind the scenes. There are certain things we deal with behind the scenes. So when you see me preaching now, you just sit there. Just to see there, I, I receive. I receive. You don't even know what we are dealing with behind the scenes. If you are not careful in ministry, yes. your calling can be blocked because of spirits and systems of stagnation. Someone came to me and like, oh, I'm a prophet. And I looked at him and I checked at him. I said, ah, okay. I said, oh, Okay. So I I began to mentor him. Then one time in the service, I took the microphone and I gave the person. I said, prophesy. The person was accurate. He told a woman, you know, true prophecies. And, I and oh, you, you have been applying for jobs. You have been doing this. And it was true. By the way, it was true. And he prayed for the woman that's going to get a new job. And I said, are you done? He said, yes. I said, this woman is a witch. I said, This this woman is a witch. He's like, huh? I'm like, Yes, you you can prophesy. Listen to me. For a person to be able to see spirits, witchcraft spirit, or to see an angel, it's not by prophecy, it is by the spirit of discernment. No matter how sharp in the prophetic you can be, it takes one to be sharp in discernment in order to see an angel. Or to see a spirit that is under operation. So I told him, I said, you see, I said, listen, I said, listen, I said, wait, wait, wait. I said, call the woman to stand up. That day, if there are people who are remembering in South Africa, that day, I called so many people who had done witchcraft to bewitch someone in front. You know, I was like, you stand up, you stand up. I said, Why do you want to kill your mother? Ah, my mom hates me. I said, eh? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, ah. You see? I said, what why do you want to kill your mother? Ah, my mom hates me. And this person had gotten a prophecy, true prophecy. And the man was finished. He had finished prophesying. I've seen so many of my sons. They'll be good in prophecy, but discernment, zero percent. So I told, I told, I told the guy, I said, stand here. I said, let me show you something. I said, in your calling, there's stagnation in a discernment. I said, yes, you are growing in other things, other gifts, but there's stagnation Discernment. We need to remove it. Oh, yes. So I, I told the woman, come over here. So the woman said, I'm like, uh, why do you want to do this? Ah, ah, my father, uh, uh, yes, it's true. I'm like, why? I said, in fact, the charm is in your bag. She said, yes. I said, remove it. Hmm. So she removed it. The guy had finished prophesying. The guy had finished telling the woman. So 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 what what was blocking this man in his ministry? There was a stagnation. Are, are you understanding? Yes. In a discernment.